Hey there. Before we start the show, I thought I would remind you that I am a coach. Yep. I work one-on-one with women who are in hard marriages and trying to stay in better ways, women who are separated or divorced and trying to heal, women who are dating post-divorce and wanting to make better choices, moms learning to let their kids go, women in all kinds of crises and transitions. And if you fall into any of those categories, or if you could just use a listening ear, some suggestions from an impartial source, and some prayer, we can set up a coaching call. I will put the link in the show notes for my coaching survey as your first non-scary step in moving forward. Hey, sweet ones. Welcome back to the All That Is A podcast with me, your host, Elizabeth Klein. On this podcast, we talk about the hard stuff. A, because I've been through a lot of it. B, because most of you have too. And C, because I believe that we have a God who provides so many tools to partner with us in our healing and search for wholeness. Today, I'm going to share a bit about the 10th step in the 12 steps of recovery. If you haven't already listened to my episode where I share my background with Al-Anon, you might want to start there. It was the episode that aired on May 23rd, 2022, along with the last several episodes where I've been sharing about all of the other steps leading up to this one, along with several of recovery's most popular and helpful slogans. I'm going to start us off by reading all 12 of the steps with the reminder that these are not just for people who are addicted to something or even for people who are addicted to people who are addicted to people, what we call codependence. The 12 steps are a beautiful and meaningful way to navigate life and faith and all of our relationships, healthy or struggling. So when you hear the word alcohol in step one, feel free to fill it in with my life or the name of a loved one. Here we go. Step one, we admitted we were powerless over alcohol, that our lives had become unmanageable. Step two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Step three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Step four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Step five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Step six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Step seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Step eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Step nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Step 10, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Step 11, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. Step 12, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to others and to practice these principles in all our affairs. These are from Al-Anon's 12 Steps, copyright 1996 by Al-Anon Family Group Headquarters. Okay, so let's take a look at step 10 continued to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. In recovery, they call steps 10, 11, and 12 
maintenance steps because we are now daily building on and carrying on what we have learned in steps one through nine, which was a ton. I love a couple things about step 10. Getting to this step means that I have accomplished so much spiritual, emotional, and relational work, work that I could be proud of and work that I know has changed me. It also means I've worked some new muscles and done some things I've never tried before, which will make them less scary and difficult in the future. And I love it because it's a daily practice and it keeps me staying in my day and staying in my lane as we simply take an inventory of the one day we just lived and, and this is so important, we take no one else's inventory except our own. So continuing to take a personal inventory doesn't mean you have to write a step four list of all your lifelong wrongs every night before you go to bed. It's simply sort of a scanning of your day, your choices, your thoughts, your words, your actions. How did you do? Did you hurt anyone? Do you need to apologize? Then apologize. Did you sin? Do you need to confess to God? Then confess. And what did you do well? Thank God for the progress he's making in you and for helping you to notice when it happens. Uh, I want to share one really good motivation for continuing to take your personal inventory. This is from the book um, that I've shared from in the past called Serenity, a Companion to 12-Step Recovery. So um, from Psalm 85, verse 8 and 9, I will hear what God the Lord will speak, for he will speak peace to his people and to his saints. But let them not turn back to folly. Surely his salvation is near to those who fear him, that glory may dwell in our land. Our journey through the first nine steps of recovery has been a life-changing experience. However, in the absence of an ongoing inventory, we are liable to lose our course and turn back to folly. Without continual self-evaluation, we may fall prey to the old nemesis of denial. We may deny the severity of our addictions and dependencies. We may deny the futility of willpower and intellect alone as tools to combat our dependencies. We may deny the destructive pattern of past codependent relationships. We may question the reality of the spiritual realm or even God's sovereignty and ability to heal us. We may lapse into old patterns of negative thinking and feelings including envy, fear, resentment, anxiety, and self-pity. Only the rigorous honesty that we bring to the personal inventory practice and a willingness to hear what God the Lord will speak provides the antidotes against self-delusion. This is why it's so important to do this daily or at the very least weekly to stay current. And listen to this from Al-Anon Daily Reader, Hope for Today. Step 10, continue to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it, reminds me that I have the right to be human. My sponsor tells me that God made me a perfect human being, not a perfect God. I certainly do engage regularly in a wide array of human behaviors, making mistakes, harming others, and hurting myself. No matter how long I am in recovery, I'll never progress beyond being human. However, accepting my human condition doesn't mean I have to live with the uncomfortable feelings such as guilt and shame, which often go along with making human mistakes. Step 10 invites me to regularly keep a finger on my spiritual pulse so I can cooperate with God in my growth and healing. It says that if I do or say something wrong, I can stop, turn around, 
and do something different now. Step 10 invites me to grow up, to be responsible, and to make amends, all for my own benefit. I take step 10 because I want to be the best me I can be. So good. Goes on to say, when I continue to take personal inventory and amend my wrongs, I can live my life peacefully with God's other creations. Paul says in Romans 12, 18, that if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. So it's on us to learn to live at peace with ourselves and with God. And as much as we're able, we are to try to live at peace with others. So we do our part and we leave the rest up to God and others. It's so freeing. And I'm going to wrap up with Lamentations 3, 22 and 23, which says, The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. Okay, I will post a link in the show notes for you can find an Al-Anon group, a Celebrate Recovery group, a therapist where you can order the Al-Anon Daily Readers, as well as the Serenity um, 12-step companion book that I just shared from, and a few of my courses as well. If you have um, benefited from any of the episodes from All That to Say, it would mean the world to me if you would rate it or review it or share it or subscribe to it or financially support it, any of which just make a huge difference and mean the world to me. So sweet ones, all that to say, no matter where you are in your spiritual or recovery journey, you are the unconditionally beloved daughter of God, and he is so delighted with you. You came into this world and you start each day already completely loved with no other loves to beg for and nothing to prove to anyone. Till next time, so, so much love.